Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the December 8th edition of The Court Report on the Nakam Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nakam Siegel Network. Every week we will take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all your Yeshiva sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here because this show is all about you. Had a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Or email me at Elliot at NachumSiegel.com. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. A big thank you once again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for sponsoring the show. As I've been telling you every week, Mike Feller and his staff are amazing at what they do. I've trusted them with all of my tournament and league trophy needs, and the MYHSAL has done the same for as far back as I can remember. Please contact Trown Trophy of Brooklyn for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, assistant coach coach of the Yeshiva Flatbush Falcons JV and varsity hockey teams and co-coach of the Yeshiva Hartora Junior High hockey team. But most of all, like you, I am a Yeshiva League fan and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids each and every week with you live from the press box at the NSN Arena in the heart of Brooklyn. Well, we're back from our one-week hiatus. I I hope that everyone had an amazing holiday with Thanksgiving and Hanukkah last week. Uh, It certainly gave me a chance to catch my breath after a crazy first month and a half to the regular season. Uh, You want to hear something even more crazy? It's December 8th. This week will mark the halfway point to our seasons. Most of the teams have already reached that midway threshold, uh, be it seven games in boys' varsity basketball and hockey, uh, six games in girls' varsity basketball, or five and everything else, which means we get to start talking about playoffs. Oops, uh, did I say the P word? Uh, Sorry, didn't mean to let the cat out of the bag. Well, now that it's out, you know, it's out now. So over the next few weeks, we're going to take a look at playoff implications when discussing the different leagues. You know, some already have clinching situations, and others are still a few games away. So we'll discuss that as we get to each individual league. So let's kick off our show. We have a packed lineup for you today with two weeks to recap. So we're going to need all the time we can get to mow through all of it. So let's kick off the show with basketball. Varsity had 12 games over the last two weeks, with the big story being the Ramaz Rams taking their first loss of the year. No, it wasn't to Heschel, a game that we uh, spotlighted two weeks ago, but to Hafter this past week. The Hawks went into Ramaz on Monday night and blew the doors off the gym, winning 60-43. to you know, From the outset, it was all Hafter. Senior Ari Barrett's near, nailed four threes in the first quarter alone. Uh, for Hafter, it was the second straight win over a top Western Conference opponent, having beaten TABC 42-40 to on the uh, 25th, thanks to a buzzer beater by Alex Schoenfeld. Hafter is quickly reminding people that North Shore is not a lock to win the East, having rolled off five straight wins since their eight-point eight loss to the Stars to begin November. Uh, back to Ramaz now. The irony here is that the Rams had gone into Thanksgiving break on a roll against top teams, having given themselves room to breathe by beating TABC and Heschel, who, in deference to SAR, 
who have not hit the heart of their schedule just yet, have become the next two teams uh, in the West. The game against Heschel was back and forth the entire way, with Ramaz only up one with three minutes to go in the fourth and three in the final minute of the game. Heschel could have gotten closer, but missed two free throws in the closing seconds, allowing Ramaz to pull away to a 59-51 win. Uh, Jamie Capel led the Rams' effort with 17, while Heschel was once again led by senior Kevin Gindy, who posted 21. With the loss to Ramaz, the West now tightens up just a bit as Ramaz is now back to only a one-game advantage over TABC and Heschel, albeit they do have the tiebreaker in hand over Heschel. They still play TABC one more time on December 18th in a game that could potentially lock up the division for the Rams should they take care of business against Kushner and Frisch over the next week. Well, now that Ramaz has taken the fall, the last remaining undefeated team is the North Shore Stars. North Shore took three games in the last two weeks, steamrolling through Brooklyn. Uh, before the break, they topped Flatbush 51-45. to North Shore was up nine with uh, two to play. Uh, Flatbush's defense turned it up, forcing three straight turnovers to narrow the lead to only three, and even had possession in the final minute, but couldn't close the gap. Uh, Avery Lubin posted 15 for the Stars, notching his third straight double-digit game. Uh, for Flatbush, seniors Nathan had and Buddy Sutton each put in 10 in the loss. North Shore next mowed through Mag and David a couple of days later, 43-33. to uh, Despite a 6-6 tie after the first, senior Michael Zabrowski turned up the heat, scoring 14 of the Stars' 15 second-quarter points to pull away. Uh, he would finish with 16 in the 10-point win, with Joey Patesh pacing Mag and David's squad with 11. To round out the week, North Shore then trounced uh, Derek Hattore by 29. Getting back to Flatbush, the, uh, the North Shore game was uh, sandwiched by an otherwise successful week, having dropped Derek Hattore by 34 and Derek Ayres 61-52. So if Lapush finally gets the train rolling on their season, having backloaded their schedule, the Falcons will now play six games, nearly half of their schedule, in a 15-day span to close out the month of December. So here's how the varsity looks up. By the way, all of these standings that we mentioned today are courtesy of the new website, myhsal.com, where you can find all the standings, schedules, results, and other information on all of your varsity Yeshiva League high school teams. So take a visit to it today. Take a look at what's went on over the past week in terms of the scores and standings and what's coming up over the next week. They're very good at updating. It's been pretty much night of for, uh, for the administrators in putting in the scores. So let's take a look at the standings. Uh, from the Eastern Division, uh, North Shore is 8-0. After a 7-1 right behind them, after also defeating Mag and David 52-35 last night. Flatbush uh, is 3-2 now. Mag and David at 3-3. DRS is right behind them at 3-4. YDE, the Thunder, are now 2-3. And Hank, Rambam, and Derkator round out the division each with one win. Over in the West, Ramaz, as we said, is 7-1. and SAR behind them at 4-1. and TABC is 5-2. and Heschel is 3-2. and Frisch is 4-3, and jumping back above 500 after a 54-45 win over Hillel two weeks ago. Kushner and MTA are tied at 2-4. and MTA is 2-4 and after defeating the now 1-7 and JEC Thunder 55-29 to last night, who rounded the division. And, Hill and Hillel Heat are now 2-5. and uh, as we said, JEC, as I just said, JEC at one and seven rounds out the division. Rambam and SAR will square off uh, in about 20 minutes from now. And uh, so the Ju the Jewish Hoops America top 25 from this past Tuesday looks like this: Eula is still in the top spot nationally. And North Shore still holds the number two spot, the number one out of Yeshiva League teams. Now here's where the conversation gets interesting. Going into last week's poll while we were on break, Ramaz. Oh, sorry, this is after the break. Ramaz hadn't yet lost, so they were ranked three with Heschel in fourth, 
and Hafter and TABC tied in seventh. So now with Ramaz's loss, it'll be interesting to see how Ramaz, Heschel, and Hafter will be dealt with. Will Ramaz drop? And if they do, will that move Heschel up? Will they stay behind Ramaz wherever Ramaz moves? And will this catapult Hafter over either or both of these teams? It'll be interesting to see how the pollsters handle this this coming Tuesday. Well, moving over to JV basketball now. It'll be easier to take this division by division, so we're going to start with the East and uh, move our way over to the West. We'll start with the Long Island Division, uh, Eastern Division, Long Island, uh, Eastern Conference, Long Island Division. DRS is still undefeated at 6-0 after taking on Rombaum last night and winning by 28. DRS also took a victory over third place Hafter, 51-34 two Mondays ago, so Hafter is now 2-2. Two Hank is in second at three and one, having handled having handed Ezra one of its two losses in the uh, two-week period. The Hurricanes walked away with a 52 to 21 victory. The other of Ezra's losses were to North Shore, giving the Stars their first win of the season. Ironically enough, this came only a few days after North Shore fell to Rombaum 39 to 30, giving the Ravens their first win on the season. So just to recap that wild uh, that wild situation, um, DRS right now at six and zero is the only team in the division that has a potential playoff scenario. The Wildcats can clinch a playoff berth with a win and an Ezra loss or two wins of their own. This week, DRS will face Hank on Tuesday, while Ezra has North Shore on Wednesday and Rambam on Saturday night. Should DRS not win on Tuesday night, they won't be able to clinch this week based on the remaining Long Island Division matchups. Uh, to round out, again, Hank is 3-1, and one, Hafter is 2-2, two and two, Rambam is 1-3, North Shore is 1-4, and, and Ezra is 0-3. In the Brooklyn division, Flatbush was off over the stretch, so they remain at 5-0. YDE salvaged the stretch by beating Mag and David 68-52 on Thursday night, but not before dropping a close two-point loss to Lave Bunham last week, giving the Hornets their first victory on the season. Uh, this leaves Ezra as the only team in the league to not have a W as of yet. And this only mere days after Lave Bunham dropped a two-point defeat to Shari, 44-42. So YDE is now at 4-2, and two, with Shari right behind them at 2-3. and three. The bottom half of the division consists of Lave Bunham at 1-4 and four, and two other one-win teams. Mag and David, who is now at 1-2 and two, after Orhatora defeated the Warriors 65-50 to, to gain their first victory on the season, the other one-win team in the division. The only playoff scenario for the Brooklyn division is Flatbush. Flatbush needs a win versus Lave Bonham and a loss by the winner of next Monday's Shari Torah versus Orha Torah game. I know we're looking ahead to next week, but it's important because they both have games this week. So theoretically, if Flatbush defeated Lave Bonham, Mag and David defeats Orha Torah on Monday, and Orha Torah then defeats Shari Torah next Monday, Flatbush will have earned their berth in the easiest way possible. Over in the New York City uh, division, there was only one division game uh, with... Uh, which in Westchester gained a surprise 42-38 win over MTA. For Westchester, it was their first win on the season. MTA followed up that game with an interdivisional loss last night against JEC 59-40, making their record 2-3. For MTA, it was their third straight loss in a row after winning the first two games of the season. Uh, the other game involving the NYC division uh, team uh, occurred earlier today with Hillel defeating Ramaz. So, in the New York City division, the standings shake out as follows. Uh, SAR is 4-0, with Heschel right behind them at 4-1. MTA is in third at 2-3, and, and Ramaz and Westchester are both now tied with one win. Uh, Ramaz uh, stays at one win after the courtesy of that loss to Hillel. Both SAR and Heschel have opportunities to clinch berths. 
SAR can do it this week, but needs help. SAR can clinch with a win over MTA and a Westchester loss on Thursday to Ramaz. If not, SAR will have to wait until next week and have Ramaz and Westchester do the work for them, as SAR does not play again until after the new year. Finally, in the New Jersey division, only one interdivisional game was played, uh, with Frisch demolishing the aforementioned Hillel team 70-41. to Sophomore Andrew Langer continues to dominate the league, dropping 20 points in the first half and route to 24 on the night. So Frisch stays undefeated at 4-0. TABC is right behind them at 3-1. JEC is now 3-3, while Hillel is now at 3-2 after the win over Amaz going into today. And Kushner rounds out the division at 1-5. and five. There are no teams in this division that can clinch a playoff berth this week. So, uh, two weeks ago I mentioned that I was going to try my hand at JV rankings. Uh, I talked to a few players and coaches and got enough information to put something together. Just let me know what you think. So, starting from the bottom and working our way up. Uh, in uh, At 22-20 through 20 is Ezra Westchester Lave Bunim. 19-15, through 15, Megan David or Hatora. Kushner, Share, North Shore, 14 through 10, Ramaz, Rambam, MTA, YDE, uh, YDE at 11, top 10, I have Hank at 10, RTMA, JEC at 9, Hafter at 8, Hillel at 7, TABC at 6, Heschel at 5, Flatbush at 4, SAR at 3, Frisch at 2, and DRS at 1. I, I spoke with about 5 or 6, and it seemed like for the most part the top 7 or 8 or 9 were pretty consistent. Uh, the uh, the mid-level, the middle the middle teams, not 10 through, I'd say, 17, 18, 19, were all within one or two of each other. So I, I'm pretty confident with these. I think that everybody did a very good job getting back to me. What about your thoughts? Are good, bad, terrible? I think this is pretty close. And any changes may only be a small difference. I think considering this is my first time doing this after a couple of weeks of just getting into JV basketball, I think it's pretty decent. So, anyways, right, we're going to set up again. You're listening to The Court Report on the Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League sports. Now, let's move over to the center court to drop the puck on the hockey action for the past two weeks, which was just as exciting. Over in varsity, much like in basketball, we're going to start off with a stunner. After hearing for weeks about how the teams out West were a, a more competitive bunch in the East and about how the teams fighting for the last spots in the West were more deserving than those in the East uh, after SAR, Ramaz, and Kushner swept their cross-league competition, the East finally struck back, and in a huge way. Up until November 25th, only one East team had won an interconference game of the eight that were played. And right As of now, that is no longer the case after Flappish's 3-2 victory over Frisch last, last Monday night. Uh, back in November in Paramus. In an interesting twist, the game marked the return of coach Dan LaFell to Frisch for the first time since the 2005-2006 season, his last season as head coach of the Cougars, then a year removed from Frisch's third championship in his tenure. LaFell, now coaching the Falcons, still trying to lay down the same success in Brooklyn. Um... Didn't get off to a great start. Frisch controlled the play early on and finally broke through with 2.49 left in the first when junior Mikey Rubin converted on a face-off win with a top-shelf laser to put the Cougars on the board. After the first intermission, the Falcons took over, though, owning the second period. Flappers dropped the three-spot on goals by freshman Sam Laniato, fresh off of his four-goal effort against North Shore, and seniors Morris Bijou and Mo Malla 
Uh, for Bijou, it was his first goal in four games after he himself put up a four spot on YDE back in October. Senior goalie Steven Esses put out a remarkable effort and buckled down to earn the victory, making some amazing saves, uh, despite Frisch scoring a questionable goal late in the third to cut the lead to one. Floppers' win and Frisch's loss each put their respective streaks at two. Both are in action again tomorrow night as Frisch will match up with JEC while Flappish takes on Brooklyn rival Mag and David. Uh, both of these teams were also in action. Uh, the, the teams I just mentioned, JEC and Mag and David, were in action that night, coming out on the wrong end of the scoreboard. The Warriors were trounced by Rambam 12-5, with Rambam senior Akiva Hochbaum outscoring Mag and David on his own, tallying six goals on the night to rebound from their close loss the day before to, Mag and da- to DRS. My apologies. Mag and David salvaged the period by defeating Solomon Schechter 6-2 this week. JEC came a bit closer in their quest, earning a point on the night after going to overtime with Ramaz before dropping a 3-2 decision. Uh, the Thunder got two goals from junior Shalom Karosh to erase a 1-0 Ramaz lead. Midway through the third period, though, uh, Ramaz senior Joe Barouche tied the game at two, sending it to overtime. Just as soon as the extra session began, though, it was all over as uh, Daniel Schub won the opening faceoff and put home the game winner three seconds later to push the Rams out to a division leading 11 points. In other battles out, West, SAR completed their turnaround. Uh, I'm completely amazed by how far they've come, climbing to a game above 500 with a 4 and 3 win with, with a 4-3 win over Kushner on Thursday. Sefi Jonas, Jesse Shanzer, and Ashi Safti each scored to break tie games, and Jared Isaac sealed the deal with an insurance goal. Lewis Rees scored twice, and Ellie Schwartz scored one in the loss for the Cobras. The two teams are now tied in the standings at 4 and 3. The teams will complete their home and home this Wednesday night in Kushner. In the remaining games in the East, Hanks split the session, uh, defeating Solomon Schechter 1-0, and were then blanked by North Shore 5-0, and YDE went 0-2 after losing to Hafter 14-0 uh, on Thursday, and Rambam last night 12-1. So the standing shakeout as follows. Uh, DRS uh, has 14 points. They're 7-0. Flatbush, Hafter, and Rambam are all tied with 10 points. Uh, uh, Flatbush is 5-3. Hafter is 5-0. Rambam is 5-4. Mag and David is 3-6 with 6 points. Hank and North Shore are tied for what would be the final playoff spot if the playoffs were to begin today. Uh, Hank, uh, Hank is 2-5. and five. They have 4 points. And North Shore is 2-6. and six. They also have 4 points. YDE has 3 points. They are 1-6-0-1. Oh, and, and Solomon Schechter rounds out the, uh, the, the, the Eastern Conference winless at 0-4. Oh, Over to the Western Conference. We're going to do this without today's MTA-TABC game, which should have ended within the last half hour. If we can get an update, we'll let you know before we go off the air. Uh, Ramaz leads the division with 11 points at 5-3-1. Frisch, Kushner, and SAR are all tied at 8 points. Uh, Frisch is 4-2. Kushner and SAR are 4-3. TABC at 3-0 has 6 points. MTA is 5 points. They're 2-2-1. And JEC uh, has 4 points. They are 1-3-0-2. So there are a few playoff scenarios. There are three varsity teams with a playoff possibility this week. The first is DRS. DRS can clinch a playoff berth with a win against Hafter on Monday and a North Shore loss to Rambam on Tuesday. Flatbush can clinch a playoff berth also with wins in both their games this week against Mag and David and Solomon Schechter on Monday and Thursday, respectively, and have North Shore lose to Rambam on Tuesday and a YDE loss or tie against JEC on Thursday. 
Hamster can also clinch a playoff berth this week. Theirs is a little long, but easily attainable. Uh, they would need to win both of their games this week against DRS uh, on Monday and TABC on Thursday, both stellar contests, and have Mag and David lose both games this week to Flatbush on Monday and Hank on Wednesday. And North Shore lose to Rambam, and YDE lose to JEZ. If you followed all that, congratulations. I applaud you. The West is still very wide open, and hopefully over the next few weeks, we will get more updates as to their playoff scenarios. So we're going to move over to JV Hockey now, which had the lightest schedule of the four leagues, with only six games split among both divisions. In the East, Mag and David and Westchester were each involved in two of them. Westchester got themselves on the board, gaining their first victory of the season over Mag and David 9-3, despite a hat-trick from the Warriors' David Green. It capped off a bad stretch for Mag, and who also took it on the chin from Rambam 10-1. So with the Warriors at 1-4-0-1, this makes tomorrow night's game against Flatbush a must-win for the Warriors to keep any hopes of the postseason alive. A loss wouldn't mathematically eliminate them, but given the teams that they need to defeat and rise above to get back into the hunt, it would be a nearly insurmountable task. Westchester followed that win up with another one last night, defeating Hank 5-1 for their first home win in the season and their first JV home win in several years. I, I can't actually remember how far back that was. I remember when they were in the league when I played back in 2003. I don't know how many years after that they played, but they spent a couple of years on hiatus from the JV league, and this is the first home win that they've had in a very long time. You know, can uh, Westchester make a run now that they've strung two wins together against contemporary teams? I, I don't think the possibilities are too likely. I don't think they're in their favor. But with another game against Hank and Mag and David left this season as well as a game against North Shore, could this be the start of a, you know, of a five-win run for the Wildcats? Who knows uh, the way the JV season has been this year. Out West, the matchup of the week was the game between the top two teams in the division, SAR and Kushner. Both teams went into the game on Thursday night with a 4-0 record with first place in the division now at stake. You know, from the outset, it was all SAR as the Sting controlled much of the play in the first and second, building a three-goal lead on scores by Solomon Freilich, who had two on the night to up his total on the season to 12, and Jonah Halper as well. Kushner tried to fight back, getting on the board with a Zach Israeli goal in the third, but SAR was able to run out the game, giving them sole possession of the top spot in the West. Also out West, Frisch topped Ramaz 6-1 on a hat-trick by sophomore Jordan Sokloff. Frisch, like SAR, is still undefeated, at least for the time being. Uh, the two meet this Thursday night in SAR, and unless there's a tie, we'll be left with only one undefeated team in the West. Finally, JEC and Hillel played to their second tie of the season last night, yet again finishing with a score of 3-3. These two teams just can't seem to break away from each other. So the standings are as follows. Ramam has 10 points, Flatbush has 9, Hafter at 8, DRS has 6, Westchester has 4, Mag and David has 3, North Shore has 2, and Hank has 1. Uh, in the West, it's SAR with 10, Kushner with 8, Frisch and TABC tied with 6, Hillel with 3, MTA, Ramaz, and JEC each have 2. The playoff scenarios for JV are very similar to Varsity, actually. Rambam can clinch a playoff berth this week with a win over North Shore. Um, Flatbush can clinch a playoff berth with a win over Mag and David on Monday or a Mag and David loss to Hank on Wednesday night. Uh, North Shore losses in both of their games to Rambam and Hafter on Tuesday and Thursday. And no Westchester loss to DRS on Wednesday. So both Flatbush teams can find themselves clinching playoffs berth 
berths this coming Thursday night. Finally, Hafter can also clinch a playoff berth with wins in both games this week against DRS on Monday night and North Shore on Thursday night. So by Thursday night, we could theoretically have three-fourths of the East playoff spots wrapped up. And I'm going to take you one step further. The entire East could be locked up by Sunday. How? If DRS defeats Hafter on Monday night, DRS could make the playoffs by defeating Westchester on Wednesday and Hank next Sunday. If Hank and if Hank and Hafter, uh, sorry, excuse me, Hafter could still make the playoffs by winning their remaining game against North Shore, giving them 10 points. North Shore losing to Rombaum, Mag and David losing to Flatbush, and Westchester losing to DRS. So let me recap that because that was very convoluted. The East could have all four teams decided by next Sunday show if the following scenario occurs. One, DRS defeats Hafter tomorrow night. Two, either Flatbush defeats Mag and David tomorrow night or Hank defeats Mag and David on Wednesday night. 3. Rombaum defeats North Shore on Tuesday night. 4. DRS defeats Westchester on Wednesday night. 5. Hafter defeats North Shore on Thursday night. And 6. DRS defeats Hank on Sunday. And so this brings us to the third in-season rankings of the 2013-2014 season. In varsity, the top 5 are Frisch at 5th, SAR at 4th, DRS at 3rd, TABC at two and Hafter at one. SAR enters the top five with their two huge wins over two of the last uh, over last time two of the two excuse me over two of last time's top five teams, Frisch and Kushner, both of whom drop back a spot. Also jumping three spots is Flatbush after having defeated Frisch on the road. They now sit at seven. In JV, Hafter is at one, TABC is at two, SAR at three, Rambam is at four, and Frisch enters at fifth. DRS falls out of the top five with Frisch finally starting to play their games and winning in convincing fashion. DRS can jump back in and make a case for the top spot tomorrow night against Hafter. Um, you can find the full varsity and JV rankings as well as the junior high rankings on our Facebook page and on the Jewish Hoops America Hockey Forum. Having made our way through the boys uh, through the boys sports, uh, let's take a look back at the week the girls had in basketball. Just going to run through some scores. Uh, Heschel defeated Maya Note 49-40. Ramaz defeated Flatbush. SAR defeated Hank. This is all in girls' A, by the way. Ramaz uh, then defeated uh, Flatbush again. Uh, and Hillel defeated Heschel, as well as Hafter defeating North Shore. Over in girls' B, Bruria topped both Mag and David and Shalamis. And then Mag and David uh, topped Share Torah. And Elon defeated Shalhevet. In girls' JV, Kushner defeated Westchester. Central topped North Shore 41-32. to Ramaz defeated Flatbush 43-24. to Ramaz then defeated Flatbush again, 34-24. to uh, Actually, that game came first, the 34-24 uh, score. And North Shore defeated Westchester. All right, so let's move over to our Games to Watch segment for the coming week. Uh, in three of the four leagues, this could be a huge week, especially in varsity basketball. As you'll see when we get there, this may be the most meaningful week of the season in terms of volume of games that could have major impacts. Over in JV Hockey, tomorrow night's game between Flappish and Mag and David can pretty much seal the debate over who the fourth seed in the East will be. Uh, DRS and Hafter will square up on what will be Hafter's first major challenge of the 2013-14 campaign and likely the most telling. If the Hawks can go into DRS, where they have not had success in recent years and come away with the victory, they'll state their claim as the top team in the East. DRS is looking to show that the Rambam game was an issue of circumstances and not reality with how that game was lost. However, as we've said before, it seems as if the real game to watch will be Thursday's tilt between SAR and Frisch. We just went through it before, but there's the added twist of SAR possibly clinching a playoff with a win, and it's just another factor to toss in there. Over in varsity hockey, the varsity version of DRS half the rivalry will normally be my automatic choice, but not this 
time because Thursday night at 8, TABC will travel to Long Island in what could potentially be a championship preview with Hafter. Both are undefeated, uh, um, and be, at least without tomorrow night's game factoring in, and a midseason win against a top team from the other division could be a huge feather in the cap of whoever walks away with the victory. Other major games over the week include SAR Kushner rematch on Wednesday night, as well as MTA and Frisch also occurring Wednesday night. JV basketball, next Sunday's game between Hill and TABC looks to be a great one down in deal. Both have defeated the same teams, Kushner and JEC, and will look to gain an edge in the New Jersey division. Um, in varsity basketball, I'm actually going to highlight, I'm actually going to throw three at you because this week is so appealing to me. Tuesday night's Hafter and North Shore uh, game, with Hafter coming off their win against Ramaz, they have a ton of momentum and a home game against the top team in the leagues. A win could boost Hafter in the standings where they would be tied with the Stars, but also their confidence heading into the back end of the season where they could potentially challenge for the division crown. Uh, for the Stars, a win over Hafter would all but solidify the division with them at 9-0 and and everybody else having at least two losses. I'm also going to say TABC and Heschel uh, looking to back on the winning track after losing to top five teams. The last game will be Saturday night's matchup between Frisch and Ramaz. This could be Frisch's last opportunity to make a run at the top of the division. Ramaz is coming off of that loss to Hafter despite having Kushner earlier this week. And if Ramaz is having any doubts, Frisch can take this one and then be in a scramble that could see the division winner be a team with three losses given that matchup down the sh- given the matchups down the stretch. Guess how many losses Frisch has? Uh, yep, three. One, one win for Frisch can set the division ablaze and put the Cougars back into the division crown hunt. Uh, the other result is a Ramaz win, giving them a nice cushion depending on how SAR fares in their games. Uh, Frisch falling even further back at 4-4 four and four and a race down the stretch to just be in the hunt for one of the last few playoff spots. Also, before we go, there were a few basketball tournaments this weekend. Congrats to Maimonides of Boston, who, who won the Cooper tournament in Riverdale, and also to Flatbush, who won the boys' JV Hausdorff tournament in Flatbush. Well, that wraps up another edition of The Court Report. If you missed any part of this episode, you can catch the Encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. following The Book of Life by Charles Harari. Or you can find The Court Report on iTunes or the Nuckham Siegel Network app on iPod. Tomorrow morning, JME in the AM with Nuckham Siegel from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. live on the stream, NuckhamSiegel.com, JME in the AM.org, or on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Uh, before I leave tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown trophy of Brooklyn for their support. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports report. And remember, a wise man once said, there is no passion to be found in playing small and settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. That from Nelson Mandela. Good night, everybody. Drive home safe.